they seen us on fire. When you possessed by the Holy Ghost, man, it changes your life. No lie, hard not to see it when he is alive. And that's the very thing that got him all asking why. How can I get high spot? I put that on my mama. I spoke the Martin. I got green. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. And my stay in the town. Just get it started. I'm making How's everyone doing this incredible evening? We'll get started here in just a few moments. Listen, hit that share button. All right, listen, hit that share button. Hit that share button. We're going to go ahead and get started here in just a few moments here. Right, listen, what's going on, Fred? What's going on? Season two, let's go. Man, listen, it's been a long journey since the time I've uh, started this. Let me go ahead and put this on, uh, put my piece on pause for a second. Let me put this on pause, family. That's where All right, all right. Let's get it back cracking. Listen, what's going on? I, listen, I want you guys to hit that share button uh, because it can really edify most of you who are out there. But for those who may not uh, be familiar with the season of Clarity, um, this has been something that has been birthed since uh, 2016. Uh, the Lord gave me four episodes, and you can go on my YouTube page and check those out. The first season out. But it was literally what, what God had really put my spirit to uh, add value to the marketplace. You know, um, I think one of my mentors said it, he said it best. He said, you can determine the size of your check or your, the size of your influence based upon how much value you bring to the marketplace. And that's kind of what the, the thought behind this is, guys, I just want to really just share a piece of me, a piece of my life, uh, but also a piece of my family. Because I truly believe that when, when, when God has really um, blessed each and every one of us, I think that it's a, um, it's a mandate for us to uh, want to share something that can always edify a brother or sister. But listen, the season of clarity, part two, episode one, the burden of being blessed is the title. And I want to come off a few topics. All right, Latanya, thank you for joining. Listen, thank you for sharing everybody. What's going on, Chevy? What is up? But I want to thank everybody for joining because we're going to talk about the burden of being blessed. You know, uh, as I was thinking about what would I start this off with, I was just reflecting back uh, into my life. And, and this is just a nugget for those who are um, who are speakers and those who my phone is blowing up. I do apologize um, for those who are looking to help other people. You know, and, and if you're going to be in an opportunity where you can actually talk, I don't know why I got this on. Uh, if you're going to speak, I think that it's very vital for you to look inwardly instead of outwardly. Did you catch that just now? In, in most cases, some of us, what we try to do is when we want to um, go out, speak, uh, if, we're, if we're a pastor, we preach, or 
you know, if, even if we're an entrepreneur and we, you know, we build our team, right? You know, I think that sometimes what we tend to do, family, is that we look outwardly, right, for what we are looking to provide to the organization, to the church, uh, to your team, uh, to your uh, co-workers, right? But I think that I think that it's very vital for us to quit looking outwardly for what God wants to give to the organization and start looking inwardly uh, instead of looking outwardly. The reason why I say that is sometimes we think that we're not enough, right? We uh, haven't been through enough. In most cases, we think that uh, we are not qualified, right? And I, and I uh, had the opportunity to minister at the uh, church that I cur currently um, submitted to. And, uh, you know, one of the things that really crossed my spirit is when Joseph brought his two sons uh, and, and, and he wanted a particular son to be blessed by the right hand of his father, Jacob, because back in those days, the right hand of a father, it really meant inheritance. Uh, typically, the older son was the one who received the, the larger blessing, right, or the larger portion of the inheritance. But in this particular scenario, uh, Jacob laid hands on Joseph's younger son, uh, which we now understand to be something that was very significant to really outline how most of us who may feel that we're unqualified, most of us who may feel that we don't have the goods, most of us who feel that we don't have the message, even though we go through so much mess, understand this, case in point, that when God wants to give you a message, he will bring you through a mess. Did you hear me just now? See, some of us are questioning, God, why are we going through the mess? Understand this, the mess is there to create your message. Your test is there to create your testimony. And the bigger the test, the bigger the testimony. The bigger the mess, the bigger the message. So what I tend to do, family, you know, for those who may not know, uh, that I've been shot six times back in 2009. You know, I would have probably been one of the last people that you would have ever been put that you would have ever thought that would have been put in that position based upon, you know, uh, my circumstances, right? I was raised by a single mother. You know, I was actually in, a, in an environment and, and, and things of that nature. But the crazy thing was, is that I didn't typically interact with those types of um, activities uh, until, you know, I got later on in my age. But, you know, I was mostly the underdog, somebody always looked down upon myself. Someone always, you know, counted me out. Someone always crossed my name off the list. I was always the last on a totem pole. And I wanted to encourage you, the burden of being blessed. See, when God wants to bless you, he will put you in a position where you are going to have to go through a wilderness experience. What, what happens is that he wants to train you. He wants to take you through a training ground, or I should say a boot camp, because there is a large amount of responsibility that will come at an appointed time. And for some, some of us go through mess, right, uh, simultaneously. What I mean by that, some of us go through things back to back. Some of us go through mess uh, kind of uh, sporadic. It's kind of spaced out. You know, you might be good for three years, but you seem like you're in a setback on the fourth year, and you you may be good for the next uh, the next year, but you you know you set back the next following year, and sometimes it's gapped. But but for for me, it's been 
systematically, or I should say simultaneously, back to back, right? For most of you to understand, my story was that I got shot back in 2009 uh, with a 357 in a 9mm, right? Right after me getting shot, I ended up being in a hospital for only six days. I had six days to get better, right? And I didn't really feel better. After me being, uh, uh, I should say, after me being kicked out of the hospital, I ended up going right into business, entrepreneurship. And of course, you know, I can go in two different directions with this conversation, but for this topic here, I'm going to talk about business and I'm going to also talk about ministry, but I actually joined a ministry, but I also joined a business. So I had two challenges that was presented in front of me. I had no prior background to entrepreneurship. I have no prior background to professional speaking. I have no prior background. As a matter of fact, like I said, I was on nobody's list. Did you hear me? I was no, I was on nobody's list. I had no experience. As a matter of fact, I didn't even own a suit. The, the, my background didn't, didn't say that I'm going to be preaching in front of people, right? I was supposed to be someone who was either going to be dead or in, in jail or in prison, right? But, for, for, but, but, God, but God, see, I can understand the process of, of being blessed because blessed doesn't necessarily mean that you, you have everything that you feel that you need or everything that you feel that God has promised you. Blessed simply means that you're fulfilling or you're at least in the vein of you fulfilling your purpose. Understand you have to learn how to separate, right, your current condition, right? You have to learn how to uh, learn how to separate your current condition from your future situation. Did you hear me? Because sometimes we base our current condition and we make a permanent decision on a temporary situation or circumstance. Right. And I'm saying we because we've all made decisions because we felt at that particular moment, at that particular season in our life, that this is the way it's going to be. And I'm here to tell you that God is turning a chapter in your life. How, I, how do I know that? Well, after I got shot, I stepped into the ministry and I stepped into business. There was a big learning curve for me. And what I mean that is that literally I, I couldn't. I couldn't quite understand the route that I was going in it. And I want you to understand, sometimes in your process, you don't have all the chips to understand the play, right? You don't have all the cards to find out that you have what it takes to lay the cards on the table and say that I won the game. Sometimes God will allow you to go through the loops. He will allow you to go through the valleys. He will allow you to go to the mountaintops. He will allow you to... Uh, uh, create friendships. He will allow friendships to, to, to depart. He will allow you to, to enter into a season of wealth, but he will also allow you to enter into a season of drought because there is something that he wants to train us to do in our latter years. And like I said, sometimes our latter years, because this simply means five years, it can mean that you need to go through this process for four, five years. So on the seventh year, on the sixth and seventh year, you are fully prepared and the audience 
that God has assigned you to, that's a whole nother topic, the audience that he's assigned you to, see, God works with both hands, you know, and, and I heard this by uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, he was talking about how God works both hands, he will bless you with his right, but he also comes to surprise you with his left hand, and what I mean by that is, see, God will move in your life with his right hand by blessing you with a particular opportunity, but with his left hand, he's also working at the same time, kind of like when you saw when Abraham was taking Isaac upon the mountaintop, right? At the same time, he provided a ram that was coming up on the other side of the mountaintop, so at the particular point, or I should say, when the appointment was right, when Abraham passed the test, the ram presented itself. Did Abraham understand that a ram was coming on the other side at the same time? No. This is what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that although God is moving in your life now with one side, God is also working out something on the other side. So it could be something, a challenge that you may be facing right now, right? On the other hand, like for me, I was shot six times. He moved in my life with his right hand because he got my attention by getting me in a position so that I can wake up and step into my destiny. But guess what? His left hand came and said, I'm going to also put you in a position and walk you in the office of a prophet. Did I understand that fully? At that particular time, no, I didn't. But I'm here to tell you, whatever you're doing or whatever condition that you're facing right now, I promise you, God is doing a new thing in your life. The burden of being blessed. Listen, you will also go through a few other challenges as you are going through or embarking into you being blessed. See, what happens is, is that when God calls you, you have to understand when you try to fit into certain circles, when you try to uh, gain certain relationships, God will sometimes break those relationships. He can protect you because it's all about your purpose. See, sometimes it's family members. Sometimes it's loved ones. Sometimes it's a mother. It's a father. I remember as I reflect, um, when I first got shot, you know, uh, my mother and I, we were on 